black nerds, blitz or rush, I'll turn that podcast up. Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything. From the wonderful nerding world, the reviews they bring. These brilliant nerds give you the word. All the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series. Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing. Then sit back and relax and listen to Martin and I'm Stevie. Welcome to episode of well, that was horrible. Welcome to episode 112. No, oh my gosh, what is going on? Welcome to episode 212 of Blurs R Us. Oh, today has been hectic. I literally finished my match like I don't know, 40 minutes ago. Uh, we lost 15 13 to the London Olympians. No, it was a close game. It's your old team. Like, I know, man, it was stress, isn't it? It was, it was very it was very stressful man um it's just it's just one of the one of those days isn't it just another bad day at the office um what can you do man do you want to break stuff nah is it one of those what, days yeah. you want to go and break stuff do you know what yeah it, it wasn't it was just you know you didn't have us we didn't have our starting QB you know the weather was a little bit bad but we, 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 we just didn't execute enough in it. Like, even though the scoreline was closer than it was, I felt like the other team could have easily beat us by a lot more in it. And it was, it was frustrating. It? It's, it's a bit frustrating. And yeah, man, just gotta have to get back to the drawing board, get back to training and hope that we can step it up. Um, and then go from there. But yeah. yeah. Did you have a game this weekend, Martin, or did you just have training? No, I just training. When and training was yeah, training was dead, man. Hardly anyone came to training this 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 Saturday. Oh, um, so dead. So we ended up playing flag football, and yeah, yeah I'm just annoyed. Yeah, it's, it's it's not worth going all the way down to the bop and then training just being dreadful. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. But yo, Steve, you ain't been on for. A I while. did a lot. Of, oh, sorry. Yeah, I did a lot of training with uh with 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 lots of um, bottles of wine. Yeah. Adventures, isn't it? What, what have you been up to? Let's start with you, Stevie. Um, so yeah, last week was my seventeenth wedding anniversary, and uh, me and the missus went down to Devon um, to um, two towns called Lynmouth and Linton. And if any of you haven't ever been there before, Lynmouth is at the base of like the mouth of the river, and there's a fucking great big cliff. And Linton is right at the top of the cliff, and there is a—it's called a funicular railway. It's like a railway up the cliff um, that is powered by water. And uh, yeah, they basically that area is just hills and hills and extremely steep hills, and it's nuts. I mean, it's extremely beautiful, but I completely shagged out my ankles and knees and legs because we we walked. <laughs> So much, but we stayed in a pretty sweet hotel um, that was right on the cliff face, like right next to the railway. Um, so views were amazing. It felt like a right treat. Yeah, it was really good. Oh, and awesome. yeah, ate 
ate a lot, drank a lot, walked a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, um, I've watched, uh, whilst we were actually away, um, I managed to see Jungle Cruise nice. with the missus, which, which was pretty awesome. Um, I don't know, have you guys already reviewed it? Yeah, we, yeah, we have, but that's not what you think. What was your reason? <clears throat> No. I fucking loved it. It was so honestly, anything, it feels like anything that The Rock goes in just is a winner. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you guys thought of it, but I had a, a lot of fun. The missus was actually like, I want to see that movie. And I was like, really? Fuck yeah, let's go and watch it. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was just a fun adventure. I loved the, all the dad jokes that like Dwayne Johnson was yeah. cracking the whole time. Um, it had that kind of element of mysticism in it, and um, it was just a fun adventure. And, and it was, you know, kids would love it, and it had enough kind of like funny bits in it for, for adults. Yeah, I, I just had a thoroughly enjoyable time. Nice. What did you guys think? Uh, I think I gave it a free piece. I think I gave it the same. Yeah. I did really yeah. enjoy it. It was fun. I think. What did I think was wrong with it? I can't remember what I thought was wrong with it, but it it was enjoyable. It felt felt very Pirates of the Caribbean ish, which was another movie yeah. based off a ride. Totally, um, yeah. Uh, I I loved the Rock. I loved all his little dad jokes. Um, yeah, it was cool. It was entertaining. Yeah, nice, nice. So, um, quite frustratingly, um, my kids got to see Free Guy this week, nice. and I didn't. Oh, and I'm really oh, fucked yeah. off because yeah, they right. they came back and they were like, "Dad, you are gonna love this movie." And I was like, "Really? Fuck's sake!" And <laughs> um, and then and I've seen like adverts for it, and I just they look so funny. Um, yeah, I just and so I, I actually mentioned it to Steph earlier, and I was like, "I really want to go and see that." And she's like, "Well, why don't we go and see it then?" And I was like, "If we've got time, I'm gonna work this week." And so have you. So yeah, I've got to go and make time to actually go and actually see that in a cinema. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, um, but other than that, um, we have been watching Vikings. Um, I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen uh, any. Oh yeah, Vikings. Yet. I think I've seen up to season six of Vikings, but I think I'm going to do. Oh it really? Because yeah, I've. Wow. <laughs> I cannot believe I haven't jumped on this sooner. This series is just like rec- retelling of like or like a, you know like imaginative telling of the tales of um ragnar lothbrook who is like a viking and and how they you know their exploits and how he becomes king and yeah. oh it's so cool it's just i love vikings and like viking myths and all that kind of stuff and yeah it's just totally right up my street yeah this so, is um, done really, really well it's done so well in uh portraying the Viking stuff, um, you know, talking mm. about, like, looking at the traditions that they have, um, the, like, even some, some of the cruelest punishments as well, you, you get to see that. Um, yeah. In a way, yeah. in a way, I think they were ahead of the time in terms of how they treated, uh, like, women and things like that, because, um, like, women in society, generally, totally. because uh, you have, like, shield maidens and stuff like that, so women actually mm. going into battle, they're not just at home, um, with kids turned to the house that actually out on the battlefield. Um, yeah, yeah, and, and they had like divorce, divorce well. didn't they, and stuff. Yeah, you know, like um, that whole kind of respect, the idea about like what if you happen to 
kill somebody you have in a dispute you have to tell someone within a certain period of time and within a certain distance of the murder uh, or the killing or else it's deemed a murder and i was like oh this is great this is like really kind of like illuminating how the viking society worked and yeah it was quite ahead of its time wasn't it yeah definitely definitely so i won't say much more but yeah you're gonna enjoy it like i said i'm going yeah. to watch it from the beginning again because I know I've yep. definitely missed out some information here and there. Well, I'm on season three so far, so I've, I, we've got we got quite a lot to go, and um, and Steph's totally into it as well, which is great. So it's something oh, awesome. for us to watch together. Nice. Um, so uh, I've also been obviously I, I, I watched um, Transformers um, on Netflix, which was mm-hmm. uh, what was the what's the second one called? Um, uh, I can't remember now. I'm having a mental block. <laughs> but you know, there's a tri- obviously the trilogy, the Transformers yeah. trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I watched the second one first. <laughs> so now I've gone back to watching Transformers: War for Cybertron, um, and I'm watching that um, now. Okay. Um, and and uh, then I'll move on to the the third one. Um, and I am really enjoying this. I this is they 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 just telling a great story and developing yeah. all the characters and yeah it's so cool but i i know i bitched about how how much like optimus prime how many like op- opportunities and uh, benefit of the doubts that mm. optimus prime gave um old uh, megatron and now i'm watching the war for cybertron and i'm just like fucking hell like, he really in this guy has <laughs> betrayed him so many times and he just yeah. keeps giving it opportunities and uh so yeah it's it's quite nice to actually go back and and watch it with and, and see how it kind of feeds into the second one but quite um satisfyingly i was able to really enjoy the second um trilogy the second of the trilogy um without even watching the first and it still was good so oh, awesome. you know this is this is how good a, good the ser- series is in my opinion Awesome. Uh, I mean, the first one was called Siege. The second one was Earthrise. The third one was Kingdom. That's it. Yeah, so I watched, um, watched Earthrise first. Then now I'm watching Siege. And, and the last one, Kingdom's where they go through this portal, isn't it? And they end up yeah. in this kind of other world. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to getting through um, Siege and then going on to the, the third one, going on to Kingdom. Um, but yeah, I really, really like it. Really like it. Um, I've also watched um, something called Centaur World. I don't know if you guys have heard of this. Yeah, I've have seen the trailer for it on Netflix. It looks very weird and mm. it is fucking weird. Oh, Nana is so weird. <laughs> it is, um, but it's gloriously weird. It's it's. I think it's by the people who did Steven Universe. Um, okay. And it starts off with quite a slick kind of animation of like this this horse and her rider. Um, or this 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 rider and her horse, and um, it starts off, you know, like it's from the rider's perspective, and there's this war, and and they end up on a precipice, and the, she's got this kind of like this hoof, uh, this kind of it looks like a, a horseshoe, and it's glowing, and it opens up a portal, and the horse falls into the portal, and the the rider gets caught by the um by by this these baddies, and um. And then in the portal, all of a sudden, the, the, the horse wakes up and she can talk all of a sudden. And um, 
everyone in this portal, it's like taking us another world where everyone's like weird and wonky and there's like these kind of centaurs that are, you know, half human, half half creature. Mm. And um, they're just so weird and they're all wacky. And it's like, you know, he's basically in a different world where stuff works slightly differently and she's trying to get back to her rider. And um, and it is, it's a great adventure. I haven't seen all of it yet, but so far I've watched it. It's got that real tender moments and it's got an awful lot of singing in it. It's got, they just crack into songs like, and they're really well, like, you know, like, High quality songs and That's something right up the street. <laughs> no, no. Do you like like songs in in movies? Yeah, or, it, or it, it, it depends on what yeah, it is. Obviously, like I love Hairspray. I love The Greatest Showman. Um, I liked um, A Star Is Born. You know what I mean? So it just depends mm. on how it's done. Um, I didn't particularly. I would really like to hear your opinion of this because because yeah, it is weird and it has got good got, good, got songs in it and uh, and it is a. a quite a compelling storyline. Yeah, I'll try and check this out. Hmm. Um, I also touched on a, a little bit of uh, BattleBots, which is like, you know, um, do you, you remember old, um, oh, what was it? Um, is that, is that the one on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix, but there's uh, an English Robot one. Wars. Robot Wars is the it was English Robot one. Wasn't it? Yeah. Robot Wars. yeah. This is the American Robot Wars, basically, and um, basically, I, I I just watch these for the bells, so I, mm. I skip for, through all the crap where they're interviewing people and just get yeah, straight into the battles. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I just want to see these these amazing robots like beat the Destroy shit out of each other, <laughs> and they they are immense. They're big and powerful, and uh, yeah, mm. yeah, it's, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. Is so it, I watched a bit of that. As good as Robo was. Sorry? Is it as good as the UK version of Robo Wars? It's kind of, it's different. You know, like Ro- Robot Wars, I've got a tender, tender part in my heart for Robot Wars because, mm. you know, it started in the UK and I watched it when it first came out and, you know, it, it you see these, you know, um, I've seen the journey that the series has gone through where mm. you know, the robots, people get more and more serious for the robots and then they've got the house robots and yeah, like so they're like, really like fucking so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. In this one, it's like they haven't got any house robots or so so far as I can see. Um and they basically like it's a big tournament. They've got like loads of kind of things around the outside of the arena. But the actual robots themselves look pretty high tech and pretty big. Um you know, I saw a pretty cool one which should have i think it should have won it was like a it was a walking robot had like a massive blade on it and the spin of the blade gave it the an impetus that then it would about like lever itself up on one side and it would it then spin the robot forward slightly on that side and then it would lever itself up on the other side and so it could kind of walk and i was like this is this is cool this is what i love seeing it's like the imagination they don't well no no but like (laughs) in theory it was so squat, like mm. it, yeah, it couldn't get away. It couldn't really move very fast. We could do a fuckload of damage. And it actually, like, initially, uh, this other robot went and started ramming it and doing, like, you know, moving quite fast around it. But then it, it totally tore the side off of this other robot, like, oh, with its hell. big spinning blade. And But it, it didn't win because of the other robot was more aggressive because it mm-hmm. was, like, basically pushing it around. But, yeah, no, it was... Yeah, and and there's always the fun on these ones where you get like the 
highly engineered robot with a a, um, a spinning blade, like a um, horizontal spinning blade that yeah. spins up and you, you can hear it whirring like, like this. And when it comes into contact, all shit is fucked up. Like, <laughs> And this match I saw was just it, basically this spinning one went against a, like, a, um, a, like a flipper and the flipper just couldn't get close because every time it went close, it just got pointed out of the way by this massive spinning blade. But eventually, like that, it totally tore it to threads and ended up with the, the flipper robot on top of it. And then it caught fire. <laughs> it was like smoking. And I was like, yes, this is true American style. Everything's like over the top. So uh, it is fun. It is fun. But a robot war, I've always got a special place in my heart for robot wars. Yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, um, watched Marvel What If, but that's we'll talk about it later. And um, I've watched the final episode of Bad Batch. I think you guys probably talked about this, yeah. um, but I don't think I've shared my thoughts with you guys about it. But um, I was, to be perfectly frank, I was a little bit missed. Um, I felt like this was a bit of a weak um, ending. Um, you know, it's still great. You know, like the the animation is glorious. And it does progress, you know, at the right at the end, they had a kind of like a, a little kind of, you know, spoil, you know, what's the word? Um, this is what's, what we've got to look forward to next or whatever. They get the, the woman onto the, the female, um, what do you call it? Um, alien on, onto the planet and they're blatantly going to use her to help with the cloning of, of Palpatine. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I just there was a bit in it, right, when they're in the water and the the um, the girl basically like climbs out of her pod to go and like rescue the robot, and the, she's like fucking, you know, like I don't know, meters and meters and meters and meters down below in the in the water, and that was like surely fucking like the pressure would fuck with her head and ears and body and everything. And I just was a little bit like you're going into a into into a thing to help you up, but also the pressure. Surely, you know, like they're in the bottom of the ocean. That I just was a little bit. I thought that was a bit too convenient. Um, and it, it, you know, like it was very kind of like foreshadowed and planned out. Um, with uh, you know, like the you know the robot was gonna gonna run out of battery, and yeah. you know there was gonna be a problem and. Um, so I, I was just a bit like, fuck, you know, I, I, I wish they hadn't been quite as obvious. I wish I'd, it had been a little bit more just, I don't know. I, it, I just wasn't very satisfied with the um, with the storytelling at that point. And they revealed that the girl is actually older than them. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. and she's been on the planet, okay, obviously all this time. So, so that's why she's not like street smart. But she still acts like a kid. Yeah. And if she's been around for longer than them, surely she would be like, I mean, I know she's quite wise with some of her decisions, but she still acts like a kid. And you're just a bit like, mm. yeah, no, I don't know. I just didn't, I felt like that was a bit of a kind of a, 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 a plot hole. I don't know. What, what did you guys think? Mm. So, so like you, I did think that, um, I don't know, just the, the ending for me wasn't, um, what I wanted it to be because I kept talking about the Battle of Kamino and 
of the events of episodes uh, 15 and 16, the finale, um, we're, getting, we're getting a completely different ending um, from, I guess, now it's Legends uh, continuity, which was pretty cool because you had the Kaminoans who decided to band together all their clones and go up against the 501st. They have Darth Vader step in as well. Um, absolutely huge battle. Um you had Boba Fett that was there as well, uh, fighting against the Kevin Owens, and we all know that he's also a clone of um, of um, um, Django Fett. So all that, all that was really interesting. Um, that would be really cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. But I still think a battle like that, a sort of battle, was going to happen. It just would be on Kamino. I'm sure it'd be either on another planet, another space station. Um, or you know, just open warfare in space. Um, but from what we get, from, well, from what we get from the series, Rex is um, beginning to uh, put together pieces of a rebellion. So well, we'll have to wait and see what that what that's about. Um, mm. I, th- I don't know if I gave the um, ending a half chicken or a three piece. Um, I know one of them. The reason why I rated it low was because of that uh, battle Camino then changing events around. Um, but I do agree with what you said also about. Um, um, Omega being a bit naive, even though she you know, she makes spicy decisions from time to time. Um, but I talked that down to just her being sheltered from everything that's happened around her. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm probably not, I'm possibly not interacting with all the clones as um, as the other clones have been able to do with each, with each other and and, other, and their brothers. So mm. I guess that's why she's very naive, though she makes spicy decisions from time to time. Um, but really excited to see what happens next in season two with um, uh, Nala Say, who's the Kaminoan scientist who's now working with the Empire or working for the Empire. Um, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Really keen to see uh, see the experiments because, again, like you, I think it's going to be about Palpatine, but could very, we could very well see a um, a very very young baby Yoda <laughs> um, or Grogu. Mm. Um, oh, I can see if you. Yeah, we see um, Doctor um, Pershing as well, who's the who's the Doctor that we saw in the Mandalorian series. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm looking forward to. But yeah, I do agree that um, uh, last season was a bit lack. Sorry, last episode of the season was a bit lackluster for me. Um, and that's been the case throughout. I think this this series uh, there was a little bit sort of sort of just dipped, and nothing much was happening. And then sort of brought it back in, yep. in later episodes, um, especially episode 15. And then, yeah, last episode was like, meh. <laughs> mm. That's my opinion. What about you, Nana? Yeah, I like I, I liked it, obviously. Um, I'm looking forward to us getting a season two. I did say that it felt more like a mid-season finale rather than a finale to the end of the season. Um, mm. I honestly thought there was more episodes. So, you know, I anticipate, I anticipate that the season two will come out maybe just before the Mandalorian season three or maybe before the um the book of Boba is the book of Django I can't I can't remember um before when that comes out I assume Mm. that's what when we will get season two or you know part one of the story because it felt a little bit unfinished and also we got like you said we got a little tease at the end as well um but overall as a as a whole season I definitely gave it all chicken uh, look yeah. forward to more. Yeah, it's the book of Boba Fett that's coming that's out. That's the one. Yeah. So. No. But that's that's me for 
for, for the week. All right. That's so, with my week, um, yeah, so also I spoke about yesterday's training session, but last week, uh, sorry, um, Wednesday passed as well. Um, we didn't see a lot of people turn up for practice, so that just made it, that just made me annoyed. So, two sessions in a row where we've had poor attendance, and yeah, um, like I said, I'm, I'm a bit annoyed just wasting time going there and not being able to practice what it is that you set out to do for for that day. Yeah. Um, ahead ahead of a tough game against the Hornets, which is in I think two weeks time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we we'll have to wait and see um, is, how that fares. Is that going to be at Wembley? That's going to be at Wembley. That's a, that's uh, a home game at Wembley. I'm going to try and make it out, but Wembley is a bop. Is is I wouldn't blame you if you couldn't make it because for me it's an hour and a half on public transport just to get there. Uh, yeah. Um, three hour round round trip. So yeah, it's a bot yeah. still. It is. It is. Um, so I've been able to watch a few. Uh, well, so watch my normal um animes. Um, been watching that time I got reincarnated as a slime episode seven. Um, Sukubichi Moonlit Fantasy, Peach Boy Riverside, which is really good. Um. I watched The Girl Next Door for the first time. It's a movie that I never thought I'd ever want to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, evidently so, because I've been putting it off for however many years. I think it came out in 2004. Didn't that just um, drop on Netflix like recently? N- um, I remember well, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it on Netflix, so possibly that, it's possibly that one. But I think there's a new one called Either The Boy Next Door or something like that. Mm. Um, so... Yeah, I'm, so I watched The Girl Next Door and I, I think it's a very good uh, movie. Um, it has obviously came out in 2004, so it has the old, the old school vibes to it and stuff, but I really enjoyed it. Um, I definitely give it a three-piece. Um, and I can see myself watching it again. It's, it's, it's such a good movie. Um, obviously, me being a kid and everything like that, I was thinking, well, I'm going to watch a movie about The Girl Next Door. I mean, that's so American, blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to sack it off and watch something else. Like, I don't know. Spy Kids 3D or whatever it was at the time. Mm. So, yeah, really good movie. Um, I watched Nighthead 2041, which is another anime series that I've been uh, keeping up with. Mm-hmm. Um, Make You Black Company, Spirit Chronicles, Battle of Five Seconds After Meeting, To Your Eternity, which is, uh, again, it's an- another tear-jerking episode. Um, but but a very good series, which I, which I highly recommend to everyone. Um how realist hero rebuilt the kingdom episode eight which i mean this series so far is a whole chicken nice. um so the hero is summoned from our time he lives he lives in japan but summoned to um the fantasy world where um like the synopsis has said I've, I've mentioned previously that this kingdom is basically run down and he just comes in and has to fix all sorts of things so he's already looking at the economy ways to fix the economy in terms of food because um the previous king um, thought that was very lucrative to have cotton because cotton was not something that was being um, um, grown by other kingdoms. So heavily invested cotton decided that they're going to convert a lot of food um, farms into cotton farms. And now the the whole um, kingdom is undergoing um, hunger. It's going to starvation because there's a lack of crops to feed them all. So watching him... Um, uh, do all that. Um, things like the army as well. How there's like three different factions of the army. He controls one, and then there's another two factions that go and do their own thing and have to sort that out. Um, 
there's you know there's all sorts of things before i go into any more detail and you know waffle on day longer there's all sorts of details that he has to he has to do so i highly recommend nana especially you you have got to watch this series um there's some action bits in it uh, there's some funny bits in it but it's just how very practical he is so um, um i think i think you definitely enjoy this all right cool yeah um the honor the honor students at magic high school mm-hmm. um the latest episode watch that so this is, they're now in the high school um uh, tournaments so um again you get different you get a different perspective of, of this tournament um watched fenna pirate princess which is one that i mentioned ages ago um in a previous recording about this girl who washes up who sorry is washed up on an island um is then sort of used as an escort, but she's very early on to escorting, so she hasn't sort of slept with anyone like that. So she's still very innocent and things like that. Um, is then rescued by um, two close friends who are older men, and um, is they is they are aided by ninjas, um, as the name suggests. She goes on an adventure, becoming a pirate um, princess, and they try to find this um, location which is key to her past. So animation is very good. Um, animation is, is really good. Super up, up to date. Mm-hmm. Um, expressions, the fluidity of it, all of that is really, really good. Um, right now, the story hasn't gripped me too much, but you have badass characters. Um, yeah. Definitely the ninjas in the um, in the series so far are the highlight for me. Uh, Princess sort of takes a back seat. Um, in my in my eyes, compared to those ninjas, I really want to find out more about them. Um, so, again, definitely check out. Let me know what you think. Um, continue with Shaman King. Um, last episode was episode nineteen, uh, and I think I'm on like episode ten on Netflix. Um, okay, I feel like Netflix. So thirteen. 26 52 quick maths uh, i think there's finally going to be 52 episodes so i think netflix yeah, are episodes. doing are doing four chunks of 13 so mm. right now wow. we've only got the first 13 episodes uh, right. i want to say that i saw somewhere that they might be dropping the second set of 13 in october so obviously mm. once the in japan it hits uh 23 episodes or whatever yeah. it is 20 sorry 26 episodes i think that's when they're going to drop the rest um mm. i might have finished it did i finish it i must have finished it um and i really liked it you know like it, it, it's clean um mm. animations like been updated obviously um do you know what yeah because like the original one i originally watched it in english and obviously i really mm. enjoyed it i loved the opening uh and i remember that the ending was different to the english ending and i yeah. have I had tried on a couple of occasions to try and watch it in japanese um, to watch the like the older version, and I just, I just, you know, either I just, you know, couldn't get through it, kind of thing, just because I've I kind of seen it before. Um, but I'm enjoying this, like, and I can't wait for them to drop the rest. Yeah, I finished it actually. Yeah, I've, I've watched all 13 episodes on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna wait for it to come out on Netflix. It's just it's just easier for me to binge that way, easier yeah. for me to keep track of it. I did try and look and see if it was on Funimation or Crunchyroll, but I'm assuming because this is a um a netflix netflix exclusive um netflix is going to be keeping hold of that um but my question to you yeah is there any anime in this kind of summer slate that is as good as redo healer or mishuko tensei which is um jobless reincarnation in this this current slate yeah. in this current slate is there 
any anime that is as good as those two animes because I'm I, I would definitely like if you tell me there's something that's just as good and raw as Redo Healer I will start watching mm. that tomorrow <laughs> same same Ooh. same with um, Jobless Reincarnation if you tell me there's something that's on that level right now I will start I will start them tomorrow because I've recently started to um, start watching some of the stuff on the winter slate uh, I've been watching Jobless Reincarnation, uh, not Jobless Reincarnation, the time I got reincarnated as a slime. Uh, yeah. I'm on like episode 41. Um, I don't know how that breaks down into how you're watching it, but um, the season, season two, episode 41, the part two, uh, I'm really mm. enjoying it. I, I'm liking where they're going. I like the new demons that they're in- introducing. It seems that they're, they're actually introducing people that are going to be trouble for um, the slime character. Um, mm. So I'm looking, f- I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, but like I said, is there anything that you could say is as good as those two animes right now? Uh, honestly, um, Tio Tio Thirty is one that I, I highly recommend. Um, but that that was um in the winter slate. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, definitely Tio Thirty. Um, if anything, Spirit Chronicles is one that you may like. It's got some good action in there. Mm-hmm. Um, story is decent. Um, you go like the powers there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. I wouldn't rank it as highly as as the previous ones you mentioned. Okay. Um, and maybe check out Battle in Five Seconds. But Battle in Five Seconds, um, you sort of have to pay attention to a few things because mm-hmm. it does get very. It does get technical here and there. Um, not super important as in you can gloss over uh gloss over details and still watch it. But it's obviously nice to have details in your mind. Um, so yeah, nothing, nothing too much. So, um, I'll repeat it. So, uh, Peach Boy Riverside, um, Spirit Chronicles 230. Those are, those are three. Mm. Um, oh, wait, and definitely how to, uh, how Realist Hero rebuilt the kingdom. Um, so four, those four, uh, check them out. Um, cool. If, if I had to pick top two, 230 and how Realist Hero rebuilt the kingdom. Nah. Those those be my top two. And then Spirit Chronicles sort of ekes way in just because it's this current slate of uh, anime, not um two thirty, which is from last season. Nah. Cool. Hopefully that hopefully that's uh, short enough for you. Mm. Um and oh yeah, and lastly Tokyo Revenger still goes strong. Um Sukimichi annoys me sometimes because obviously someone who's been traveling to and from the the past, he's able to see how certain decisions unfold in the future. And he's still so weak. <laughs> so his so he has he has the conviction, but his character is very weak. And um, in terms of being decisive, mm. so you know, rather than trying to train his body in order to become strong, to you know, take on some of the leaders of these gangs or even captains of these gangs or whatnot, he's not doing that. Um, when he knows that there's a key event that's about to happen. He reacts to it very, very late. Obviously, he doesn't want to change the the, the future too much. Mm. Um, he just wants to be able to save, you know, save his uh, his love interest. Um, so his character does does annoy me a bit, but it's still a very good series. Um, I just want to see more character development out of actually him showing that he's changing and actually stick to his convictions, which is I need to do this in order to save the woman that I love. So I'm actually going to start training my body, getting people around me who um, who will back him up in any situation, that kind of thing. He actually needs to start doing that now. Um, 
so yeah, that's 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 all, that's about it with my with my week. Mm, I, I want to be I want to be fairly quickish because I feel like I've not been up to much other than just working. But um, mm. in preparation for um, watching GI Joe Snake Eyes, yeah, I went and rewatched uh, the first two. Um, mm. So GI Joe Ro- uh, Rise of the Cobra. Uh, that gets a whole chicken um, for anyone that's listening for the first time uh, we have a unique rating system at Blurs R Us which I always forget to let people know but if it's, like it's dead it gets bones then there's a core chicken half chicken three piece and if it's a creme de la creme it gets a whole chicken um, I forgot how like I remember this movie was being good but I hadn't seen it since it came out in I think maybe like 2009 um, mm-hmm. you know it had Shannon Tatum in it you had um Ray Pot as Snake Eyes, right? What's oh, it said again? This is the one with the power suits, right? Yes, yeah. this is the one with power suits. Oh my day! Listen, for something that came out two thousand nine, yeah, I felt like the CGI held up. I felt like the um technology that they had introduced in this movie was really cool. Um, uh, like I said, Ray Park was Snake Eyes. The cast was absolutely stacked, man. You had uh Brendan Fraser was in this. You, oh, you had Marlon Wayans. Oh, right. I was, is it Marlon Wayans? They, I think it's Marlon Wayans. No. Marlon Wayans. Wow. Um, and, alright, so another reason why I wanted to watch this one, yeah, is because I, I vaguely remember that in the first movie, they told Snake Eyes' backstory. So mm. Snake Eyes' backstory in the movie was he's basically this white boy living on the streets of Tokyo. He broke into some monster's place because he's hungry and wanted some food. He was caught by a Storm Shadow and had some fight, like epic fight. And then Storm Shadow was kind of kicking his ass. But at the same time, you know, uh, Snake Eyes was kind of holding his own. Um, so then obviously, you know, the, like the leader of the monks that was there was like, Oh, you know, this kid's obviously hungry. We got to bring him in. Let's treat him with respect. He started being raised by the monks. Him and Snake, uh, him and Shadow Storm kind of went back and forth. And, um, what do you call it? Like, they decided to have a rivalry. Mm-hmm. And even though, like, a lot of the time Shadow Storm would win, like, he would get no, like, respect from the master. But the one time Snake Eyes won, the master was, like, proud of Snake Eyes and showed him some love in it. And so, because of that year, um, they made it appear that Storm Shadow killed the master out of jealousy and ran away. And then mm-hmm. after that, after Shadow Storm killed his master, uh, Snake Eyes took a vow of silence. And I thought, okay, cool. That's a pretty good backstory. Like, you know, that, that already made me kind of doubt the sequel that or the reboot we were getting anyway. Um, so Storm Shadow is fucking cool. I loved him in this. Uh, the car scene in Paris was dope. And that was this bit where they were using the, um, mecha suits or booster suits, whatever, uh, Stevie called them. And the end scene was hype because, um, Shadow Storm was using, he basically was, uh, dual blading, um, like yeah. kind of how, um, Darth Maul was in, Star, in, in, in Star Wars. And it was cool because obviously Ray Park, who was Darth Maul, was playing Snake Eyes, isn't it? So that was like mm-hmm. a, a nice little thing there, isn't it? So I really enjoyed that. That gets a whole chicken. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, G.I. Joe Retaliation. Um, once again, the tech in the movie was very cool. Uh, Rizal was in this one. I, I thought that was a little bit of a, strange casting um also as well uh Shannon Tatum who's the main character in the first movie he got killed off in like the first 30 minutes even yeah. though I think they did it in a nice way I feel like he should have stayed in the movie I didn't think his death was 
the most necessary, but I get why they did it. Um, the bike scene in that was fucking awesome as well. There's a couple of bad jokes on The Rock, which was really cool. Um, Bruce Willis is in this. And he's basically the reason why the Joes are called the Joes. It's really cool. Um, I give this one a free piece. The only reason I couldn't give this one a whole chicken is because they had like a side story with Snake Eyes where he was like going after Shadow Storm and it didn't really fit in as well with the rest of the movie. Um, and it was also led... They also revealed that actually it was um, the guy who played the mummy that actually killed Shadow Storm's master to kind of like mm. bait Shadow Storm to join him and to, you know, basically um, groom him to be Shadow Storm. Um, I feel like if they'd done that story a little bit better, because obviously it was kind of established in the first movie that um, even though Shadow Storm was a killer, he didn't like to kill women. So maybe if it had been like, you know, he had maybe kill Shadow Storm's mum or kill Shadow Storm's, you know, fiance or something like that. But Shadow Storm thought it was Snake Eyes or something to make it out to be why they had so much of a hatred and such a rivalry um, continued on from when, like, um, uh, Shadow Storm left. I might have been able to give it a, a whole chicken. Even though some of the fight scenes with Snake Eyes and Shadow Storm, like, the, they were doing, like, this... Um, they were, like, doing some... not. Yeah, basically like Kung Fu fight on the mountains. And it kind of reminded me a little bit of Gladiators when they were swinging on the, um, on that, like the handlebar things. So there was some cool scenes. I just don't think it, um, worked as great with the overall story. Uh, I thought it was also cool that Flint, who was Pedro. Oh, no. There was a character in this called Flint. He also plays Pedro from Shazam. Um, uh, and one of the lines that I really liked here, there was a line that said, oh, Basically, Snake Eyes and Shadowstone formed an alliance in it. And then one of the guys was like, oh, he's with us. And he was like, mm, I am not with you, but this once I am not against you. And I was like, this guy is sick. He's basically saying like, we're teaming up for now, but it's not really a team. It's just that I'm not going to kill you right now. Like the moment we complete whatever we need to do, I'm going to kill you. And I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Bruce Willis's house in this movie was amazing. It had like literally guns everywhere. Like every cupboard he opened, there was a gun. Every little like, like it was like a coffee table. You pressed a button, the coffee table flipped and it had a handgun in it. He, he went to his wardrobe, he pressed the button and like AR-15s came out and machine guns. And it was just sick in it. Um, and do you know what's funny? I think this came out in maybe like 2012, 2013. And I think it was it was one of the years where there was like loads of different movies where London just kept absolutely getting destroyed because in this movie again they dropped some like non um oh what do you call it not non hazardous um it you know nuclear in a non hazardous uh, it was basically equivalent of a nuclear bomb but without the hazardous effects of a nuclear waste. Um, that yeah. was dropped dropped on London. It was destroyed. Um, it was fucking cool because in the end, as much as I didn't really like the whole Zartan stuff, um, fucking, I, I want to say it was um, Shadowstorm. He fucking sliced a bullet in half, bruv. And like, anytime <laughs> I see that, yeah, I just get gassed. At it. Like, it, it it goes back to like the old school martial arts movie, uh, samurai stuff, in it. And um, mm. it also had some um, gun, gun fu, which, you know, like... Everyone kind of, you know, in most recent times is familiar with like John Wick with the gung fu, but a lot of stuff in those early 2000s had a lot of gung fu in it as well. So um, I really enjoyed those those two movies. Um, mm. And like I said, we will talk about the latter movie, uh, the latest reboot 
uh, towards the end, end of the show. But without further ado, gonna go over to the news. Even though Big T isn't here, he's been doing a wonderful job of updating all the news. I've been kind of slacking on that. Uh, new episode of Disney Gallery, The Mandalorian, arrives August 25th on Disney+. Plus. It's going to be focused mainly on that season two finale. I still haven't actually gone back and watched um, the gallery for season two, so I need to, at some point, go back and watch that because I really enjoyed the gallery and I've enjoyed the galleries for like um, the Marvel stuff as well. Um, but yeah, that's the only bit of... Uh, General news. Cue the music. Worst crossover ever. Yeah, uh, Disney is considering buying buying Sony to get the full Spider Man rights. Uh, that would be funny as yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> go on, mine. What, what do you think of that? I mean, just this Disney just beat the big conglomerate is now I'm saying we're going to buy everything we're just going to keep like chucking money, money at stuff just getting everything it's pretty cool um I mean I guess for us it would work well because that means that Spider-Man is now officially part of Disney and Disney can do whatever they want with Spider-Man mm. um none of this sort of back and forth between Sony and uh Disney and you know getting drunk getting drunk called by um oh what's his name um uh, Tom Holland about you know them just putting their heads together and making put Spider Man into the MCU and all that. Um, it makes it makes things a lot simpler. Um, but also, so you know how profit how profitable it is owning Spider Man. So I have no idea how this uh, how, how this will pan out. Um, so yeah, it's it's, it's it's interesting time. So we'll see we'll see what happens with that. What about you guys, Stevie? Do you have anything? Uh, do you have any thoughts on this? Um, it'd be nuts, wouldn't it? I didn't. I didn't think that 20th Century Fox would get bought out, mm. but it did. <laughs> and now, finally, you know, like Disney buying Sony. Fucking hell! You know, like what's going to be left? What What are Disney not going to own? Amazon's what's next. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no way to buy Amazon. No way to get Amazon. There'll be Netflix. I mean, it's all going to be. It's, all the big studios are being snapped up, aren't they? And it's all streaming like places now, isn't it? It's all kind of just. It all seems to be different. Yeah, the major kind of streaming platforms. But yeah, I mean, fuck. I, I, if they do it, then it means we get more, more interconnective. Um, Spider-Man with uh, Marvel MCU and, and I, I want that. <laughs> yeah. Bring it on. Bring it on. Nice. Uh, Rewee Williams Rewee Williams aka Ironheart played by Dominique Fawn will appear in Black Panther sequel before her own Disney series. Um, I guess it depends on how well they introduce the character. I'd rather just you know let her you know um, just be showing in her her own series but i guess it is a way to let some of the casuals know that who she is and that her series is coming about because again not everyone is like as nerdy as us and like are tied into the news so it would be good for those casuals to kind of 
get a glimpse of her and get excited for her show? Um, I have nothing to say about this, really. I have, I have no real opinion besides um, saying bring on Hi- Ironheart. Mm. Stevie? It depends how whether people get kind of fatigue from superheroes because it it could be it could be a great fun show to to have, mm-hmm. but people might just be a bit like oh, you know we've had we've had Iron Man and we've had loads of superheroes. Is this just going to be more of the same? Mm-hmm. But you know, a lot of a lot of good like characters have come out of like, a marvel of um, the MCU has, has pulled out a lot of characters that people previously didn't think would be particularly popular mm. and made them amazing. So fucking hell, this could be brilliant. Um, and I, with all of this, the more, the more Marvel superhero stuff that comes out, the, the better in my opinion. I, I, I love it. And just, if you think back to when we were kids, the prospect of like superhero movies with and Marvel being this big, mm-hmm. you know, just I just it was I couldn't imagine that, you know, like often people reading comics were like nerds and so on when you know and 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 kind of like people would like you know frown upon you or whatever and or you'd feel kind of like judged, and now it's so accepted and it's it's so cool. So I, I just want as much as possible the you know the more the more opportunities for for superhero movies and Marvel movies and so on on on, on the big screen the better. Mm. No, that's yep. dope. Um, Catwoman Hunter animated feature Catwoman Hunter animated feature from Warner Bros. Following, following Selena Kyle and featuring Batwoman Black Mask Solomon Grundy Talia Talia Agu and more. Um, there's no other date on that, but you know, what do you guys think about Catwoman getting? I'm assuming this is going to be. Oh, yeah, yeah I said it already. Uh, animated. Um, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, Warner Brothers do really good animated. Well, yeah, Warner they Brothers do really good animated. Anime so I'm gonna check this out when it comes out. Yeah, they do absolutely amazing animated movies. Um, off the top of my head, you know, all the Justice League movies, the Batman, Superman movies, Flash movies. Um. All of them have done really, really well. Um, they completely outshine the Marvel animated movies. So this will be... I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. I, have, I haven't seen any trailers for it yet. But Selena Kyle is a very, very good uh, character in, in herself. Um, she's multi-layered. Um, she's not your typical bad girl. So, so you know, because she's typecast as a bad girl, she goes and does her own thing for, just for badness sake. It's like she sometimes she's an anti-hero sometimes she is a she's truly a hero sometimes um she's a villain um she's bruce wayne's love interest um mm-hmm. in the comics they they're about to get married and then they don't get married um that she has a rivalry with talia al ghul because they both love bruce wayne um so i'm i'm, I'm really looking forward to this i think it's about time we had you know a catwoman solo animated movie um i, I can't remember if those if there's been uh, another animated um catwoman movie before that but i'm i'm more than looking forward to 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 this one um can't wait to see it nice stevie any interest in this yeah. 
definitely love a bit of Catwoman. Um, I didn't really think much of Halle Berry doing the Catwoman in uh, the live action thing. Um, but um, images of the of Catwoman, animated Catwoman, are awesome, and and I do love like like you said, Martin. I love the kind of the flip flop between her being like an anti hero and then you know matching up with um pairing up with with Batman, Batman and and so on. So yeah, it, it's cool. I, I will definitely want to see this. Nice. And the last bit of comic book news, Black Canary moving the works at HBO Max with J- Janae Smollett to reprise her role from Birds of Prey. Um, I think it's pronounced Journey. But Journey? You never, Journey? Know, you never know if these American names, right? <laughs> Journey? 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 What, how, do you Journey say you said, how, how do you say you think it's pronounced? I think it's pronounced Journey. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Um, do you have any anime news? Or if not, I'm going to say one thing and I'm going to move on. Yeah, I've got some anime news. So um, I'm just going to like, roll them off real quickly. No, 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 no. Oops, sorry. Yes, yes. Anime manga. So we're getting an Attack on Titan um, season two premiere, which will be January 2022. Wait, um, wait, did you say Attack on Titan season two premiere? So, so, all right, so it's the second half of uh, of Attack on Titan. Um, or oh, the final season. season. Yeah, the final, final okay. season. Yeah, yeah. All right, that confused for a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's coming out January 2022. Mm-hmm. So, uh, watch out for that one. Mm-hmm. We have um, My Hero Academia, the movie, World Heroes Mission. Um, it's getting 4D screenings um, in Japan. So, um, we might even get some uh, 4D or maybe IMAX releases in, in the UK. I'm so looking forward to to this one because the last movie, which was Two Heroes, was amazing. Amazing soundtrack, amazing fight scenes. Um, so if we get more of the same from this one, I'm more than up for it. And yeah, Nana, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm up for going to the cinema to watch this. Nice. Yeah, I'm down as well. Just remind me. No, definitely. Um, the world's finest assassin gets reincarnated in a different world as an aristocrat TV anime. Um, it's coming out soon. I, I believe I mentioned this um, a few recordings ago, mm. but the anime it will premiere in October after it was delayed from uh, July. And Crunchyroll will be streaming the series as it airs. Nice. Um, so j- just to add to that, I've been reading the manga and the manga is really, really good. Um, the manga, mm. I think you get about one chapter a month um, due to COVID, there's been a delay in the release of that. Um, I have no idea how the studio is doing, but it could be a situation where the anime overtakes the um, the manga, but it's still a very good series, which I highly recommend. Mm. All right. Um, Gundam Breaker Battlelog anime um, will be released October 2021, so October of this year. Nice. I love a bit of Gundam Wing. Yeah. Um I believe in the story, I'm not, I can't remember if this is a brand new story that's coming to us or um, uh, a retelling of an original one, but I believe it's a brand new story. Um, but as, as, as when we get new information, I'll definitely update everyone on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do not ask me about the timeline. I am so lost on the, on the, um, on the Gundam timeline, as in everything up to Unicorn is just now out the window. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so Ghost of Shell, 
is getting IMAX screenings in the US and Japan. Um, so I'm hoping that it will eventually get translated to the UK. Um, this is the original Ghost of the Shell, which has been um, which has been done in 4K remastered. Well, it's been remastered in 4K now. Um, so again, being Ghost of the Shell being an absolutely incredible um, anime series, um, let alone movie, um, both the live action as well as the animated ones. Um, I'm fingers crossed. My fingers are crossed for it coming to the UK because I think it will absolutely sell out. Um, so moving on to the manga news, we're getting um, so the No Guns Life manga will be ending September 18th. Um, the sort of anime of that's already, uh, I think, already premiered in 2019, I think. Um, which I saw a bit of, I don't think I watched the entire series. Um, but you know, I'm sure readers and fans of No Guns Life will love to know that it's ending, unfortunately, <laughs> in September. Mm-hmm. And uh, lastly, Yashahime Anime is getting a manga series. Nice. Um, which, will, which is due to launch September 25th. Hold on. I'm, I might mm-hmm. be stupid here. What Yashahime, why does that sound familiar? So that is the sequel to um, Inuyasha. Ah, that's yeah, yeah. Exactly. Where it looks at Seshimaru's uh, daughter and also her partner up with her cousin. Yeah. Um, you said that's getting a sequel? Yeah. No, it's getting a manga release. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, that's September 25th. That's interesting. Yep. And yeah, that's 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 it. That, that uh, wraps up the, the anime and manga news. The only anime news I'm going to mention, and I hope that mm-hmm. we can all get a chance to kind of watch it, but this week might be a bit crazy. Um, Eden Zero is coming to Netflix on Thursday. Um, Eden Zero is that new anime from the guy that made uh, Fairy Tale and. Yep. Um, oh, what's the other one he made? Fairy Tale and. Not Busa Rinkin. Um, no, it's. Brave I, I know. I know. Rave Master. Yeah, Rave, Rave, Rave Master. Master. Rave Master yeah. So, um, yeah, hopefully, you know, I'll, I'll add it to the list and hopefully we can kind of watch it. I don't know how many episodes it is. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm currently watching it. <laughs> oh, you're currently watching it? Well, I'm, gonna I'm watch currently it. watching it. I'm watching it. I think, I think the last episode to Carl was episode 18 or 19. Well, um, like I said. When but yeah, I'm not, I'm not fortunate again um, with, 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 with everyone. Yeah, well, I'm probably going to watch it on Netflix just so I can review it. Um, mm. the, Witcher, the Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf comes out tomorrow. Um, so yeah, we we might have a little bit more stuff to cover this week than we do normally, and obviously it depends on work and scheduling how we can get everything together um, and record that. I've seen that a, a wild Micah has decided to join us on the stream. Micah, what's up? Hey boys, how you doing? Just chilling. I was just um, jumping in, listening, um, and all that. So you know, I was just. Uh, Giving everyone the support of listening in. Uh, how, how, <laughs> Thank you, appreciate it. How's how's the streaming going? Remind remind people of your channel and what you do. Right, so <laughs> uh, channel is mrich58 on yeah. Twitch. I do sports watch alongs of Arsenal and NFL. I might just do NFL from um from now on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I will be my gaming streams will majority ninety percent of the time will be of Madden twenty two Madden twenty two nice. um, and maybe some football manager but majority just Madden twenty two. I'm not gonna lie, I really wish that we had done our preseason 
recording with gospel so i could have jumped in your stream for that brentford game because i would have loved to see your reactions to that game um i i, I had a match today so i didn't get a chance to watch any of the games on but i'm looking at one right no we lost you know 15 30 um but um yes yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the watching match of the day later to find out what happened today Lukaku basically dominated us. Let's just put it like that. Boy, well, we've got them next to it, so it'll be interesting to see Liverpool versus Chelsea. Um, how that goes, because... Lukaku's a different beast. Oh, yeah, so. 100%. So I'm, I'm hoping the two games that Van Dijk's played, he's going to be, you know, up for it and not looking rusty, because if he's rusty, then we could get piped. So... But it'll be nice to get a win, but I'm, I, I'm leaning more towards that game being a draw. Um, I, I, I'm gonna check later how many fantasy points I, I made this weekend because uh, I, uh, I can I, tell you that now. I wanna, I wanna win the, I wanna win my t-shirt. I can tell you that now. Um, I, get? I was actually looking at it. So a lot, a lot more people have actually jumped into um into the league. Mm-hmm. Um, we had four more additions um as so far this week. And Nana, I can tell you that you are in... Wow, I'm position 14th. I need to fix up. Nana, you are in position 6 with 137 points. Position 6? You connected 52 points this week, but you still have two players to play. You've got Vardy and Amaretti to play um, tomorrow night. I need a Vardy hat trick! <laughs> uh, in this place, it is someone called um, Sultan Saeed with 167. I used to lock it off. No one should be able to enter now. It's week two. If you didn't, if you didn't get him from now, then that's your business. Like, I think no more people should be allowed in. That's no, it. <laughs> that's it. You're done. Yeah, you're done. You're, you're done out here. You're done out here. Um, yeah, love it. Can't. Uh, by have you by any chance watched any of the movies we're gonna about to talk to talk about next or any of the trailers? Um, I haven't watched any of the trailers, but I do know about obviously the the free guy thing. Have you watched um, that? Because that had a lot of edits in it that they actually went back and redid a lot of um things. So mm. yeah. Alright, cool. Uh, I want to stick you back on mute and we're going to carry, carry everyone on the show. So, uh, we're going to now go to trailers. Let's go. <laughs> Do you know what? I didn't even notice that he had added the He-Man and the Masters of the Universe trailer. I haven't actually seen that. Um, so we're just going to talk about the Eternals final trailer. Um, this was a much better trailer and got me a little bit more excited to see this movie. Um, mm. I think it was funny that they kind of answer the question that a lot of fans had about, you know, where were the Eternals all this time? Um, I think it brings up an interesting, I wouldn't say theory or what, interesting viewpoint because... For those that are like avid comic book people, um, isn't Thanos like half um variant? Not variant, half um. What's well, the you f- say deviant or yeah, something? Yeah, half half deviant. So technically, they should have interfered when he was doing his madness. Yeah, well, he's definitely he's definitely eternal. Um, he's sort of like the mutant of Eternals. Mm-hmm. 
if that makes sense. Uh, but which I is why the um, okay, I keep want to say variants. What are they called again? Deviants. Deviants. I thought all deviants were mutations of celestials. No, so there's so deviants are a different race to celestials. Mm. So when the celestials um um you know took out early man and created uh, they created three three races mm. essentially. One were the Eternals, mm-hmm. um, one were the Deviants, and then you had, um, they experimented on early man to, um, you know, mutate, evolve, to eventually, um, you know, show characteristics where, for example, Bruce Banner could be affected in, could be, you know, blasted with gamma radiation, but rather than die, and he gains the powers of the Hulk, or mm-hmm. someone like Steve Rogers being able to become, um, to become Captain America, um, and then, Subsequently, mutants, um, people like Wanda, um, who is who is a mutant in the comic books by the MCU. She's unknown for now. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, that's 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 what the Celestials did. So um, there's definitely three races, and Thanos is an Eternal. But my boss, Eternals, he's he's a mutant, which is why he has, which is why his skin is the way it is. For example. But he's been given extra abilities on top of him being an eternal, um, such as you know extra durability, which is greater than even that for of an eternals of a regular eternal, sorry, um, and things like that. Okay, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Uh, Steve, what did you think of this Eternals final trailer? Way, way better than previously. I kind of like. I, I was intrigued by the, the original trailers, but like. Pretty much like everyone else, I was kind of like, "What is actually happening? What, what's, what are they, what's going to happen?" And this completely, yeah, worked my appetite for it. I, I really want to see this now. Um, completely sold. It looks amazing. Give it to me yeah. now. <laughs> Honestly, it should, it should, this should be the first trailer because the first trailer we got, it made me feel a bit middle of the road for the film mm. because. Yes, Eternals is a continuation of of the MCU, you know, starting its new phase and whatnot. But at the same time, it didn't really grip me. Yes, the Eternals are um, very powerful beings. Um, yes, they were absent, but it didn't really want me to find out why it is they were absent or, you know, find out more about the Eternals in, in the MCU especially. Um, so this trailer definitely... Um, you know, Peter, I guess peaked all our interests because, you know, uh, Kit, Har- Kit Harrington's character, for example, is asking where were the Eternals during, you know, the, the attack on New York and, you know, Thanos coming down and um, wiping out half of half of the planet and things like that. Um, all very, very valid questions, which I'm hoping will be answered. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also intrigued to know why it is that they've now decided to act. It's because as Celestials come to judge them, um, well, I think it's because the deviants have now come and become a threat. So somewhere, uh-huh. somehow, deviants have, I don't know whether they've been frozen in time or whether they've been hiding on Earth. I think all of a sudden, deviants are now playing a factor. Now, we don't know whether that's maybe because of something that Wanda's done. We don't know something that um, uh, Loki's done with affecting the timelines. We don't know uh-huh. if there's potentially something that Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings unlock. Like, we don't know till mm. that movie comes, innit? Um, All right, because... So the reason why I'm asking is because usually what happens is that the Deviants always want to have a fight, always want to sort of conquer 
the the world, and the Eternals have been charged with protecting humans. So usually, when there's a fight between um between the so usually so usually when the defense you know break out and, and um, start trying to conquer the the world and whatnot, the Eternals have to step in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so the way so the way the Celestials have done this is that yes, they've created the Eternals and Deviants, but they want to see how humanity progresses. So if any of them step out of line, essentially, they will be destroyed. Um, in the comic books, stuff like that did happen, where the Celestials came down and destroyed um, Atlantis, for example, or bits of Atlantis, um, which was a, which was a deviant stronghold. So that, that explains why we don't see so many deviants like we are in, in, the, movie, in the trailer, sorry. Um, but now I think because of the effects of, you know, Thanos and, and whatnot, and then the defense obviously, uh, kicking up, kicking up a fuss now because I'm sure they they think to themselves, okay, the planet is right to be taken now. Um, I think that's why the Eternals are stepping in. Um, but all of it is for the fact that, well, if the, if the Eternals don't do their job, then they could potentially be wiped out along with everything else on the, on planet earth. So, mm-hmm. um, I'll be interested to see what the explanation is, but I'm, I'm sure we'll, we will definitely find a celestial. Mm. Yeah, no. I, I, again, like I'm not excited for this. More excited for this movie than I was. Uh, mm. I'm really looking for it. it. Looks like there's going to be some very interesting fight scenes against the deviants. Um, it, it, again, it's sticking with that MCU comedy, which I really liked. Mm. Um, you know, potentially showing. Like I'm, I'm hoping they haven't blown their load in the trailer, and I'm hoping <laughs> they've held some things back, certain jokes back, certain action scenes, um, and I want to see how it like affects the MCU going forward. In a sense, will we now, you know, in future team up movies, do we get little cameos from members of the Eternal, or do we find out like the Eternals maybe you know influence Tony Stark? Uh, not Tony Stark. Um, what's the name? Is is Howard Stark? into making Cap Shield, like, you know, were, were, had they maybe have some influence in Wakanda in terms of technology, you know, were they the ones that maybe potentially set up um, the Sources Supreme and how that works? Like, it'll be interesting to see where they, their place in the MCU is, MCU is especially um, as well as their power structure as well and like how strong they are compared to um, the characters that we've been introduced um so yeah i'm looking forward to this one um but yeah that'll be it for the trailers and we're gonna head over to the main event ladies and gentlemen welcome to the main event I'm going to start with Snake Eyes. Uh, did anyone else get a chance to watch this one? Yep, I watched it. Ste- Stevie, did you get a chance to watch this? No. Oh, you you sound like crap. I didn't hear that. No, I'm still here. All right. Did you get a chance to watch Snake Eyes? No. 
I didn't get to watch it, unfortunately. <laughs> Do you mind if we get into a little bit and maybe have some mild spoilers? Ah, uh, no. Yeah. Go for it, go for it. Spoil away, my friend. <laughs> All right. Me, personally, if it weren't for the action movies, this movie would have been Bones. This was a terrible reboot. Like, oh, it pissed me off, man. Like, after watching the first two movies and how good and fun they were with the action and how, you know, good a CGI was, I was expecting this one, you know, they've lent on having, like, a, a truly Asian cast, and, you know, representing of the true, like, martial arts samurai uh, genre. Um, the cast is... Again, I think quite a stellar cast. You had, um, Iko Uize, Iko Uize, uh, Iko Uize as Hardmaster, which is a bit of a, you know, swag name in my opinion. Haruka Abe as Akiko. Uh, you had Henry Golden as Snake Eyes, who's a sick actor. Uh, Andrew Koji, who, you know, I don't know much about him in terms of what he's been in. I thought the guy that they cast as Snake Eyes before was sick. Um, but obviously they've gone for like a younger, um, well, I wouldn't even say a younger Snake Eyes because he looks, again, it's a retelling of the story, isn't it? <coughs> um, but yeah, this gets a quadric for me purely because some of the action scenes were really cool, really fun. Um, I thought the CGI snakes were stupid or CGI anacondas was, were dumb. Um, I felt like, it was a little bit like Star Wars, isn't it? Like um, the Han Solo movie. Like, if you're not going to have a good reason for Han Solo be called Han Solo, don't tell us a origin story for the name. Like, just just have it as it is. Like, have it be, like, just basically a nickname or, you know, something that we're not going to be, like, care about. Um, I, thought it was very sh- I, I thought it was very stupid in that sense. Um, I thought the electric bikes were kind of cool. Um, the tech wasn't as good as the first two movies. Um, how they connected the G.I. Joes to this movie again was a bit piss poor. I didn't think they needed, um, I can't remember her name. I think her name was like Major or Captain. Uh, she wasn't. Scarlet. Oh, Scarlet. She wasn't really needed other than the fact that I did like her bathroom scene. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I think they wasted Doctore. Um, you, uh, um, he, Peter Mensah. Peter Mensah. Peter Mensah. I call him Doctore from Sparkers because that's every time I see him, I just think of Doctore. Mm. Um, he was kind of cool as a bl- blind master, but I thought, you know, again, some when you have an actor of that caliber, yeah, with the, with the martial arts background that he has, I would have liked for them to give him more. Do you know what I mean? Um, I felt the challenges were a bit stupid. Uh, even though I did kind of like the first one, it was more about, you know, not everything is about violence, you know, being honest, you know, it could kind of, you know, sway a situation, but there was no real payoff to that. Do you know what I mean? I thought there might have been a situation where maybe he could have taught down one of his enemies. Um, but yeah, for me, he's a core chicken. Uh, mine, what do you think? What's your rating of this movie? All right. So before I begin with this movie, so the first G.I. Joe movie to come out, I give a three piece. Mm-hmm. The second one annoyed the hell out of me because you <laughs> killed the four main characters, the characters that we all learn to like we all sort of watched progress during the first movie and just got acquainted with just decided to kill them all off mm. so i gave i give that a quarter chicken mm. um you know i agree with you with a lot of things you know like the cgi for this was was done really well um animations were done well um action scenes were done well 
Um, but overall, for me, it just it, it was a bit a lot like like last the second one. So uh, I think it was judge retaliation. So yeah, court trick for that one. Mm. Now get to Snake Eyes. Um, so Snake Eyes differs from the other Snake Eyes focused stories. Um, so the origin in this isn't bad because we do get a new it is a new retelling. Um, where we get to see Snake Eyes past his journey for revenge of finally being the Snake Eyes that we know at the end. Um, the same can be said with Storm Shadow. Um, however, the previous versions did better than than this uh, than this retelling. Um, I mean, if we look at, I believe it was um, as a Snake Eyes movie or one that first or Snake Eyes was an animated movie. Um, and now you you um this other one today where um, Snake Eyes is an orphan. He ends up fighting Storm Shadow because he's trying to steal from um, from the temple, uh, just food to eat, and all of that. So that was a much more compelling story than we got here. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like the action scenes and the fight scenes. I thought they were, they were well done, uh, well animated, well choreographed. Um, the story for me was predictable. Um, mm-hmm. You had Mr. Augustine. Um, who was the oppressor for Cobra who killed um, Snake Snake Eyes' dad um, you know it was obvious that he was going to end up being betrayed by Cobra themselves mm-hmm. um, you could tell that Snake Eyes was literally set to um, get close to Tommy to steal whatever it was that was supposed to steal from uh, from the clan the um, Arashikage clan um, realised that his revenge would bring him nothing and then help right is wrong so that, that was all very um very um basic um like you i also thought that the trials were cheesy like taking the cup of uh, the cup of water without spilling it from the from hard master mm. i i knew inst- instantly before <laughs> before they even started i said just ask him for the cup man because you're not going to win this do you know what i mean and then obviously after three attempts he did it um um I really liked Scarlet's um, character, especially when she then donned her iconic costume, which is what we see in the comics um, and the 80s um, cartoon series. Um, I thought it was really, really cool. <laughs> Obviously, it's a bit out of place, but you know what? I don't care. Um, nothing's supposed to make sense so much in, um, in G.I. Joe. Um, we also see Storm Shadow in his iconic white costume in the latter part of the film, um, and also the Baroness's uh, costume. I can't just say that. And for me, I don't know who is the cast Baroness, but Baroness is always looking A1. She's always looking on point. Yeah. So, yeah, they need to continue with uh, these Baroness uh, castings because, yeah, they're all hot. <laughs> um, so, in the comics, Storm Shadow was part was a part of the Joe team until his departure, which is what we kind of see in this in this um, uh, film. This film sort of borrows a lot of uh, material from the comics book from a comic book which is uh, what i appreciate um um so just a bit of background of storm shadow so um tommy is from the arashi kage clan um so arashi means storm in english and kage is shadow so so hence storm shadow so mm. um i i can't really call that a lazy <laughs> way of uh of naming himself because like this is from the comics maybe the comics are also lazy for the way he did it but um um still this little background information from uh, uh of, of his character um and one bit of the story that annoyed me as well is that sen uh, who's the head of the arashi uh, arashi kage mm. um she wanted to have it both ways where tommy was going to stay 
with the client after being groomed to be leader and then him being told that he can he's no longer going to be leader mm. um Chicago both ways but he both decides to stay after you know being groomed for so long and being promised this thing well it's because he because he, he, he doesn't it. mess up he doesn't necessarily mess up though because no, he, he wants does. to protect his fan do you know what I mean yeah but he, they, at, I at, 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 at that point he didn't need to do that they they recovered the stone yeah it was like 10 on 1 he didn't need to use the power of the stone like that was just a bit of his like I wouldn't say power hungriness, but like his, he was so keen on revenge that he forgot the basic teachings of the clan in it. Our duty is to protect the stone and not to use the stone. Mm. And yeah. what's 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 with the the GI Joe universe having friggin' Infinity Stones in there? Like what the hell? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> Again, I was just like, hey, listen. In, in GI Joe, there's a lot of things. You, I mean, in the comic books, you have the claw, which changes people into snake into snake people. So. Um, you have all sorts so yeah it's 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 heavy both of the comics so you're gonna see a lot of supernatural things happening especially yeah. to continue, continue this line um, <laughs> it's probably one of overall for, I never overall watched. for me I'll probably give but. it um, I'll probably give it a quarter chicken okay fair enough I never watched G.I. Joe growing up in it so I think it 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 kind of hinders it a little bit when I don't have that familiarity with all the characters mm. and stuff but like I said the first two did so well um I also I, I I disagree with that, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, and I also found out that oh, GI Joe has been around since like I want to say it was like 1962, and then and then two years later, basically some guy um, brought back a GI Joe for his son to the UK, and he mm. was like, you know what, we need this in the UK, and then that's when GI Joe turned into Action Man. I always this is from um, Toys That Made Us because I know there's an episode on that. Uh, I don't know if Toys That Made Us is still on Netflix, but that was an episode, there was an episode of GI Joe there. No, nah, I think I read this up on the, on the, on the, on the Wikipedia. I haven't, I've not seen okay. the episode of Toys That Made Us, but um, you saying that, I might, you know, one of these days check out that episode because no, I did find it intriguing. Because, like, I remember Action Man. Um, mm. You know, I remember. And again, one thing that I always find interesting, yeah, is I don't realize things are so old because obviously <laughs> as a child, I'm just like, oh, this is in my era. This is my generation. So this is just what I know in it. Like yeah. a lot of cartoons that we watched in the 90s were reboots of cartoons that were showed in like the 80s. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I just felt that actually this was just like from the 90s. So when I hear uh, people that are a little bit older talk about these cartoons, I'm like, what? Like... What do you mean like you were watching this back then? Like, why are you lying for these? This was my generation. But again, some of the cartoons that we watch in the night were reruns of stuff that were in the 80s. Um, yeah. Prime example is watching the old, old Hulk um, series that came out in the, I want to say 60s, 70s. Um, Worlds in Color. And I remember watching it. My mom goes to me, is that the Hulk? I'm like, yeah. How do you know about the Hulk? And she goes, well, I used to watch this as a kid. I was like, you're lying. This just <laughs> came out. <laughs> yeah, this just came out. I was like, oh, yeah. Man. No, it didn't. Um, so yeah, no. I, again, it was cool. Like, like I said, I did a little bit of reading the Wikipedia of like how GI Joe became Action Man. How like the UK was the one that kind of created like the whole clutching with the hands because before they couldn't like grip the, the accessories properly. Yeah, and then obviously they kind of um, adapted Action Man to be more UK based, and that's when they started doing a lot more different variations of his outfits and stuff and then that's when he started to divest into like snowboard action man and roller uh, blade action man and stuff like that yep. um but yeah so again, again like i was it was interesting to read um 
it's just a shame this movie wasn't as good as it could have been, which is a shame because I did quite like the trailer. Um, I, it's a shame. I, cause like I said, I enjoyed those first two movies. I'd have liked that universe to kind of be recreated and start a new franchise. I do think yeah. what hurts them is that they didn't maybe continue off the second movie and it also left it like, nine years later like a lot of time has passed since the second movie to this third movie instead See, of doing a sequel honestly i think i think this reboot is fine for a reboot mm. um especially after what happened in the second movie because one thing that one thing that really grinds my gears is when you have a movie knowing who everyone is and then you have a sequel a direct sequel and all the characters they do before are no longer but it's a direct sequel mm. and you sort, you sort of, you sort of have to like relearn and sort of, I don't know, create a new relationship with these new characters. You're thinking, well, yeah, I've really got a little bit of time for that. So, yeah, all the all the old guys like Duke, Duke, whoever, 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 right? They're all dead. Yeah, everyone. So, which is why, which way he keeps, why he keeps saying that oh, the first two are great. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't really think so. I mm. think the se- I think the second one was awful compared to the first one. Yeah, right. and I think that I actually pit Snake Eyes above. Above the second one, oh, uh, just wow. because it's, it's because it's, it's because it's brand new and starting from, from fresh again, mm. I can sort of, um, I don't, I don't have to put too much attention to you know the, the past movies, I guess. Yeah. Um, I thought I had one more, one final thought about this. Ah, oh, yes, I did. So with this one, one thing that annoyed me was that Snake Eyes is able to speak. Um. One of the mysteries about Snakehouse was that he wasn't able to speak, so everything was sort of expressive. You have to, you have to sort of really pay attention to um, to his character, mm. to his mannerisms and whatnot. You could tell when he was pissed off. You could tell when he was laughing, when he was taking a piss out of someone, especially in the first Joe Joe movie. Um, so I, I would like to see a return to that one. So I don't know if it's going to be a second Snakehouse movie or even in one of the later films that spawned from this if we see Snake Eyes um, lose his voice and we just see him don his costume and that's it, yeah. you don't hear with him again. Well, um, we'll, we'll see. They did kind of set out for a sequel, but I don't think this has mm. performed very well in the cinema. Obviously, I think even if it wasn't for COVID, I don't think this one would perform very well. Um, yeah, I agree. I haven't listened to any podcasts on it, but the general consensus from what I've been seeing on social media was that people haven't liked this in it. So hopefully this mm. week I'll listen to some of the podcasts that I like and trust and see what their views and opinion of this movie is. All right. Uh, next, we're going to talk about What If Episode 2. Um, this is basically What If T'Challa Became Star-Lord. Um, I enjoyed this episode. It I didn't love it as much as I did Episode 1. Um, I, I don't know, like, it just didn't excite like I know I should have been like emotional because it was Chadwick Boseman's last performance and like to hear his voice it didn't really because like it'd been like so promoted and so talked about it didn't really hit me that like emotionally impactfully um I enjoyed the beginning I thought that was really dumb um it was nice that obviously you even this is the Guardian story in it, but you still got that Guardians feel in an animated form, in an animated format. Um, I thought it was very interesting that they got Thanos to be with the Ravagers. And like, yeah. it was like the cool, um, diplomatic way that Chadwick Boseman, well, not Chadwick Boseman, but the Charlotte is to get him to like, um, 
not go through his plan of genocide. Uh, mm. We've got a clip of Drax as the bartender. Um, it was cool having Nebula in it. Um, we got a, basically an Ocean's Eleven with the MCU, which we've had before in Ant-Man and the... No, in the first Ant-Man. And I thought mm. what was cool was that um, we got in that scene, we got some of the music from Ant-Man. Which obviously, mm, yeah. again, they were both heist movies as well, high scenario and heist movie. So that was really cool that they put that in. Uh, we got a little glimpse of How the Duck. Um, is it, I thought it was interesting because didn't they recently do a run in the comic books where, uh, T'Challa is in space, like, um, Black Panther's in space and like, sure is the Black Panther on Earth? Mm, I, I wonder. They, they may have, mm. they may have, um, because the current story I know about is that Shuri is Black Panther and T'Challa is now King of the Dead. Um, in a sense that, so remember in the, in the Black Panther movie where he, where he, um, was underneath the sand and then he sort of visited his dad in the past and, and past kings. Um, he's now King of the, which grants him special, uh, special abilities and I guess authority mm-hmm. in a sense. Um, but I'm not sure about the space one. I'm going to have to come back to you on that one. All right, fair enough. Um, I would have liked more of the Black Panther music. They, 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 with the drum, they started it and they stopped it. Um, there was also another scene where they used, uh, I think it's the scene where um, Okoye, T'Challa and Nakia are in the gambling place. I think they used some of the music in one of the scenes in here. Um, but I would have liked to get that, that full Wakanda music. Um, I, I like the tease, but I would have liked all of it. Uh, it was funny that this was the collector, right? Yeah, the collector. Uh, it was kind of cool that he had um, Cap Shield. He also had uh, M- Mjolnir. He had Hela's helmet. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he had um, a dagger from the Space Elves. Not the Space Elves. You know, is it the Dark Elves? Oh, I see. I thought that was one of Loki's daggers. Oh, I, yeah. I thought it was one of the one from the Dark Elves. It's, it's possible. It's possible. Uh, we also see him use um, an arm from one of Cork. Not Cork. Is it Cork? No, it's uh, Cronan. What's his name? Cronan. Cronan was the stone um, creature that we saw in. Um, was it Thor? Oh, it's, it's the one where. Was the another one that Thor went and smacked the bits? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's that's Cronin, or that's Cronin's uh, race. Wait, um, it actually, it's been... it's Cronin because um, I think he said that um, he remembers a very annoying, annoyingly chatty. Yeah, that, that, um, that's the character Taika Waititi. So that's that's Cronin. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that, is that the one Taika Waititi plays? Yeah, that's Ooh, cool. That, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, so it's Korg. Yeah, no. I was right. Yeah. We've seen we've seen two two rock creatures, haven't we? One one was in a in a Thor movie where he completely sm- smashes to smithereens, and the other one is Korg, who's played by Taika Waititi, and it's all kind of comical. Yeah, I I took it more as it was Korg. Ah, uh, I thought it was Cronin. Well, we'll see. Yeah, um, and then we had Hela's helmet. Um, overall, I'll give this a solid three piece. Uh, Stevie, what did you think of this episode and anything else that I might have missed? I fucking loved it. It was, you covered everything pretty much. Um, I'm, I kind of feel like I need to go back and just pause a load of the bits in the collector's kind of like visuals because there's blatantly like loads of stuff in there that they're like little Easter eggs of things that you could pick out. But, um, 
wasn't um, in this one like um, what's his face um, old um, oh, T'Challa basically saved so many people yeah um, and wasn't like um, Drax's um, family saved as well yes, so yes. That he, that, that's why he's like not filled with rage and on a like, but I thought that was well funny the humour was just so good he's taking like selfies with with Star Lord and so on, and and the bit at the beginning where um, the dude, what was his name, Korath, is it? Yes, Korath. Um, is just like so awestruck. <laughs> He's like, oh, you're so famous, and it was such a good like mirror from where he's going in the original movie. Where he's like, I'm Star Lord, and they're like, huh? Okay. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> um, so um. Yeah, I, I just thoroughly love this. I love the previous one. I'm loving this one. The, the animation is absolutely on point. It's mm. so gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and they, they just do expressions perfectly, and it's just rich and gorgeous and layered and textured. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm, I'm, this is a complete, like, whole chicken for me. I am fucking blown away by by these what ifs. Don't really have anything else to say. Right. Uh, sorry, what, what, yeah, what about the bit at the end with Peter Quill? Yeah, that, 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 that was, was cool. That was, that was so I, cool. I assume that's going to be like the next episode of What If. That would be so cool, wouldn't it? Oh, I was thinking that reckon? was just them saying, I was thinking it was just a, oh, we'll leave this in, drop this in here as, as a bit of a thing for you to think about. Yeah. Um, but if they actually do that as a next what if, that would be a cool little kind of follow on. Yeah. I don't. I don't think they will. I reckon they're going to do com- something completely different. Mm. Mm. So what was that, it- that was what I, my, my impression was that these were all going to be complete one offs. You know. Yeah. It, everything is going to be a what, what if, and it's, it's going to be doing completely different scenarios. Well, but- so this really would be too much of a a kind of a follow on from well, the previous one if, there they, was if a- they did. There was a rumor that Peggy Carter's "What If" like plays an important role in this story, so we might, even though you might get a little scenarios, it sounds like it might be a little bit more connected than we've been led to believe. But we're just gonna have to wait and see if we mm-hmm. the ride. Uh, sorry, what was your rating on this episode? Oh, chicken man! Right. This is like uh, this last one was whole chicken. This is whole chicken. These are so good, man. These are this is delivering. This is Marvel more than delivering. Yeah. Uh, Mayan, you can take us home. What's your opinions? Anything that we might have missed? And what's your rating? All right. So um, I really, really enjoyed this episode. This is more of a what if than um, I believe than the first episode with uh, Captain Carter. Purely because this goes into something completely different that we've met that, you know, it's, it's diverged so much from what we've seen in MCU. I think that's what makes it truly uh, a, a better what if, because, you know, we have upcoming Marvel zombies, which goes to a whole different direction. We have some more things that are coming up that are coming off the top of my head. I think one of them is Spider-Man, um, you know, Spider-Man having the powers of um, of uh, Doctor Strange, for example. So all that's to come. Um, so with this episode, um, the opening scene is pretty much, pretty much open the same as Guardians of the Galaxy. However, uh, like Steve says, everyone knows who Star Lord is, which is a great contrast to uh, to Peter Quill. Um, 
I find it funny when Korath asks if he should bow a deal because he's so awestruck by T'Challa. Mm. Um, T'Challa says neither is necessary, which is mirroring the Avengers Infinity War with Rhodey and Banner when they yeah. first um, landed on Wakanda. Mm. Um, like Steve and you, I believe the humor is as good as the um, as the Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, story because Guardians of the Galaxy has always been lighter hearted than the other MCU movies. So I'm, I'm really happy that they uh, continued it. Um, especially how the characters also turned out to be in this in this universe, um, which I'll get onto later. Um, it's it's really nice that the Ravagers in this are the good guys going from system to system to save people and do good deeds, which is a change that T'Challa made. Um, which just shows you how another person in the mantle of Star Lord can do um, if if they're put in that situation. Whereas with Peter Quill's one, he wasn't able to do much. Um, and we see that later on in the in the episode, um, at the end of it, um, where he's still working at, uh, I think it was like a Dairy Queen he was working at, mm. um, which shows you that uh, he's pretty much the same person he is, as in he's not, he wouldn't amount to much, but I guess put in different situations, I mean, he can, we can see his potential. Um, so in this one, we got that the Nexus event was John Doe giving the assignments to the subordinates mm. um, rather than doing it himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like that when <laughs> when he was questioning his uh, subordinates about how the hell could they have gotten <laughs> gotten this wrong, mm. um, I like the all humans look alike speech, which is an obvious reference to real life where people say that <laughs> different people look alike. So I thought yeah. that was absolutely hilarious that an alien <laughs> from completely different is having the same issue. I thought mm. that was funny as hell. Um, now, like you said, Charles turned thousand to a good guy. People even making fun of his plan of genocide. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we, we we all mentioned here that, um, you know, he's very diplomatic rather than try to, you know, sort of treat, he's the hammer and treat everything like a nail. So mm. I thought that was really good. He could see just what a person in this, in a um, Starless situation could have done. Um, so due to this, uh, due to this event's timeline or this um, timeline, series of events, Gamora was never adopted by Thanos, but I would have loved to see uh what Cromora was up to uh during these times. Um we see that mm. uh yeah, was yeah exactly so <laughs> um again that's Peter Quill's love interest so it, it's it's just be interesting scene. Um so we mentioned that Drax's whole mold was saved um which meant that he still had his wife and uh, wife and daughter. Um in a comic book it's also interesting that Drax was literally able to kill Thanos as in his 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 strength level was on par with Thanos and I think in one um series in one comic book uh um storyline they actually managed to defeat Thanos so he's he's a true threat. Um but this was really really nice really nice hearted because we've just seen Drax being I uh, being sort of up and down with his emotions. One minute he's laughing, next minute he's he's insulting <laughs> people, next minute he's enraged. So this is nice to see that you know he, this one he's got his break. Mm-hmm. His daughter's wife is still alive, and you know he's just a lovable guy. Um, it was really interesting to see Nebula as well. Um, Nebula was whole, as in she only had one cybernetic eye, and that was her left eye, um, which meant that T'Challa probably got to Thanos before they could do the more experimental, you know, mm-hmm. punishments on uh, on um, um, Nebula, um, which does beg the question. Why was he doing those experiments on her or, you know, punishing her if he didn't have a one to sort of mirror her in a sense? Because we know that Gomorrah was sort of like the perfect child for him. 
And every time Nebula um, was defeated by Gamora, she'd then be enhanced in the inverted commas. So maybe maybe, um, maybe he started to, but then T'Challa got there and you know intervened, and that's why she's only got a little bit of modification. Or and maybe, that's why that's why Gamora's not there because yeah. Gamora's probably after afterwards. Or All maybe right. she just yeah. wanted some modification anyway, but obviously you know one that benefited her in a sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know um, how. Sorry, I don't know how honest this is. Yeah, but some people on the internet were just like the reason why she called him Char Char because obviously first name T'Challa, and then obviously yeah. it was Chadwick Boseman, so that's why she referred to him as Char Char. I thought that was a bit of a a nice touch. If that is the actual case, if that's the case, that's interesting. Hmm. Um, I just, I just thought it was a pet name she gave him because there's obviously some sort of um um attraction feelings there as in yeah. whether, whether they're they're really good friends or whatever the case may be which is which, which uh, is interesting because you said like gomorrah is um peter quills peter quills love interest so maybe in this one mm. he flipped it that her uh his love interest is nebula which is, again is another cool little thing that would be kind of nice to see play out in the future yeah also when um nebula mentions thanos loves gardening we see that in endgame where he's actually yeah. gardening yeah um also, the comics, um, one of the power stones, which was the time stone, was the possession of a character called the Gardener, mm-hmm. um, who used the stones to accelerate the growth of his plants and then sort of freeze them in time. Okay. Um, and Thanos actually liked the garden, so he didn't want to exactly kill the guy for the for the time stone and sort of undo his work because he loved the work. So that was a nice, that was a nice nod to both, you know, both the MCU film as well as the comic books. Um, I would love to see more How the Duck because there was a How the Duck movie ages ago. I remember watching that movie and it was so good. It mm. was so it was so rubbish, but it was so good. Um, so I'm hoping that you know it doesn't it doesn't even need to be part of the MCU. Let's just see a How the Duck series or something like that. Um, I thought that was interesting. Again, we saw we saw How the Duck um, held captive in um, yeah, with as part of the collector's collection. Um, the Black Order we see is now working for the Collectors rather than working for Thanos. Oh yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Um, and now you mentioned that the Collector had Hela's crown, but did you also notice that he posed like her as well? Yeah, that, that was a, a, yeah. a fun moment. I'm not going to lie. That, that made me chuckle. Yeah. Um, and lastly for me, before I give my rating for this, um, in the end where Ego fires Peter Quill, the Watcher says that... Um, too bad this might spell the end of the of the world so i would love to see an episode of what if where we do see mm. um we do see what what does happen if if you know peter quill actually goes ahead with ego's plan yeah um and you know the potential destruction of the world let alone the rest of the universe mm. um i think that's also but, like uh i don't know if it's like a a foreshadowing but it kind of mm-hmm. brings up the whole nature versus um, nurture, nurture, yeah, definitely. With Star Lord being raised by, um, oh, what the fuck is his name? I'm not your daddy, Yondu. By Yondu, you know, he turns out to be a good guy, but obviously, now that he's yeah. not had that influence of Yondu, you know, he's now meeting his father for the first time. He's not like he's grown up. Will he, like, in a sense, join the dark side and you know, be with his dad and like, you know, cause havoc throughout the universe? Yeah, yeah, I think, I think so. I yeah. think so. Mm, but cool. I think I'm in agreement with Stevie, um, which is that I think with these what ifs, they're almost like one shots. So, you know, we see um, uh, Captain Carter, so Herbert's done. We've seen um, the Guardians of the Galaxy one, this is done. 
we're going to see maybe zombies next or whatever it is next and then that'll be done mm-hmm. um but there is definitely potential for them to sort of continue episode from episode or just sort of give us the one shots and then say okay this is how everything is connected in this case mm-hmm. um because I, I did i did mention last last recording that it was um the captain britain core that were um that were um hopped from universe to universe sort of taking out for us a bit like a tba mm-hmm. so it's still very possible that we could see um Peggy Carter sort of in maybe in, in one random episode doing her own thing in the background and then we, we see her disappear or something like that. Mm. Um, could also potentially be why we see her in the TVA in the Loki series. So that's all there. Mm. Um, so overall, I give us a whole chicken. I thought it was done really, really well. It had elements. It had a lot of it was the Guys of the Galaxy stuff. In addition to that, we saw the, we, we heard music from, you know, Ant-Man, um, Guys of the Galaxy, um, Black Panther, I think it was done really nicely because yeah, we got a subtle hint of them being there, being there uh, to show us sort of you know this is now Wakanda and this is you know, T'Challa in Wakanda. This is the Ant Man theme for the heist and this is Guys of the Galaxy for it being you know Guys of the Galaxy like. Um, but I think it was done well because it didn't carry on too much because it's it's trying to sort of come away from the main MCU and sort of be its own story in the what if. Um, in this in this universe, mm-hmm. I thought those sort of little hints were really, really good, um, and I know I've missed a ton of uh, spoilers, but um, not spoilers, sorry, Easter eggs. But this this is sort of like my surface thoughts of it, so I yeah. thought it was awesome. Mm, nice. So yeah, whole whole chicken. All right, dope, dope, dope. Uh, we're gonna move on to free guy. I want to be quite swift on this one, Stevie. You want to stick about for spoilers on this one, or? Hey, deal. You didn't watch it, did you? Oh, you did watch no, it. He's not watching. I didn't even watch it. Do you want to no, I haven't seen it yet. I'm saying, okay. Um, free guy. Uh, this one has been, you know, heavily promoted, man. Like, I, I don't think it's been a while since I've seen a movie promoted this much. Um, obviously, you had that um little um trailer review that you had with uh Deadpool and Korg. Um, mm-hmm. all right, so. Free Guy, uh, it was meant to release last year, but obviously due to the pandemic, it was delayed. Uh, Bank Teller discovered that he's actually an NPC in a, inside a brutal open world video game. Uh, it stars Ryan Reynolds as Guy, Jody Comer as Millie, Taika Waititi as Antoine, Lil Ray Howry as Buddy, Joe Keery as Keys. Uh, I'm, I, I'm not even going to pronounce this guy's name, I'm going to butcher it completely. Uh, Aaron W. Reed as dude, but obviously with um, Ryan Reynolds' CGI head on his head. Um, say that again? No, I didn't know who that was. I had no idea who that was. Yes, I'm, I'm assuming he's a bodybuilder. Like, he was very hench in it, so mm. I could only assume he's a bodybuilder. Um, I had a lot of fun with this movie. I don't know. I feel like I'm being... Um, a bar humbug here yeah like i feel like <laughs> i should have really loved this movie but i could only really give it a free piece like mm. I, I wanted to love it so much and they did a lot of things that i did like but there were other elements that i was just like like while i was watching this movie yeah uh, this is call it but there was nothing that happened in it that made me be like oh man that movie was amazing i want to see this again straight away like for me, it's something that's a whole chicken. I literally got to leave the and be like, you know what? I want to see this movie again straight away. In it, I didn't really get that feeling. Um, I don't know if Micah's still in here, but I he said something along the lines they did some reshoots and stuff like that. 
Um, I wonder if the reshoots were that after they obviously acquired Disney acquired Fox, they did the reshoots to add some Disney properties in there. So you had um, we had Captain, Star you had, Wars, for example. Yeah, you had Star Wars. You had Captain America's Shield. You had um, the Hulk arm. Um, you also had um, cameos from. Hold on, let me find my notes of this. If I even have it, ah, where's my notes? Uh, you had a cameo from Hugh Jackman. You had a cameo from The Rock. You had mm. a cameo from. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just trying to pull up my notes. Um, God damn it! Um, there was a couple of other people that had little cameos in this. All right, right you know, I'll tell you what. There was you search for your notes. Right? Oh yeah, I here really we go. Like that the Captain America Shield. They also mm. played the Avengers um, music, uh, music as well. Yeah. So yeah, I thought the reshoots were done well. Yeah, Tina Fey was uh, had a cameo. Uh, John Krasinski had a cameo. Shannon Tatum obviously had a one of the funniest cameos in the movie. Yeah, um, and then obviously Chris Evans had a cameo at the end when he was like, "What the f with the capsule?" Yeah, uh, there was. <laughs> I think in one of the scenes in the garage. Um, I want to say there was like a, um, a t- not a TIE fighter. Um, what the frick, what's the one that um, Luke Skywalker flies? Oh my gosh. Oh, X-Wing. Yeah, I think there was an X-Wing. Uh, and then in one, in one of the other scenes with the um, Twitch streamer that was playing um, Shannon Tatum's character, uh, there was mm. like a Deadpool post in the background. Um, oh. So I'm pretty sure there's a million other cameos. I did like the fact that well, they were glitching. Uh, people mm. were doing like the game walks where like, you know, you jump, you run and then jump. Um, I did like, I did really like it. I just didn't love it. I just didn't like feel blown away. What I did, what I did really appreciate, what I did really like is that with all the strippiness that was going on in this movie, yeah, and all the fun mm. game and stuff, yeah, there was like a love story to it, and I did quite like that. Like that, that like touched up my um my heartstrings a little bit, and I I did mm. quite like that aspect of the of the of the movie in it. Um, Takawati he was funny. He was a fun character. Um, yeah, I I don't know, man. Like, mine is it just me being overcritical or you know? Like what, what? What was your rating? What did you think of this one? Mm, I felt like it was a three piece as well. You know, okay, um, so it's not just me. I I, I enjoyed the movie. Mm. Um, you know, um, like I said, the fact that it took a love interest for free guy to break from his programming, mm. or I guess enhance his programming, as we learned throughout the movie. Yeah. Um, I thought that was I thought that was interesting. Um, uh, just to, just to be able to see why it is that free guy became free. Mm. Um, I really enjoyed the game elements. You know, um, you had so for example, when a guy took one of the players' uh, glasses off, mm. that player instantly died. So I thought I thought that was pretty sad. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean that being being shafted by an NPC for no reason? Um, you know, there were a lot of game elements in there. You know, borrowed from games like GTA. Mm. Um, you had like all all sorts. G- yeah, that's like GTA, PUBG, um, you know, racing games, like you know, all, like free roaming games, all that stuff. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, Saints Row, because Saints Row is like the crazier, like version of GTA, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, yeah, the way people spawned weapons, spawned um, other random things was was cool. Um, the story is very fun. Um. Yeah, loads of movie and game references. 
Um, you've already mentioned them now. Mm. Um, he even tried to take it being a game character with his mannerisms and yeah. you know the dance and the stuff that he did. Um, um, in a way, it's in the same vein as you know Ready Player One, the Truman Show, because the Truman Show, uh, Truman finds, <laughs> excuse me, uh, Truman finds out that he is actually living in lie and mm. you know there's actual real world outside his current world um which is what we see in um in free guy um also ready player one goes without saying that you know all the game and movie references um there was a lot there but for me i thought gave it a three piece i just didn't love it as much as i did yeah. ready player one ready player one is like a whole chicken for me mm. whereas this was a three piece because i do feel as there's a bit of an element missing in it and i can't point to what that element is yeah um I don't think maybe it's because I was in, I was super immersed in the story, um, but it's still a very good watch, and I do recommend people go and check it out because it's it's a fun story. Um, trust me when I say this, you you will not be wasting your time going to watch this. I mean, you can sit down, laugh, laugh yeah. about it, um, especially if you're a gamer, um, especially if like Ryan Reynolds, um, you know, being, being this being this fun guy anyway. Do you, you know would, you'd love this? Movie. Another thing that I thought was quite cool that they did and. You kind of have to be kind of like in the gaming community to kind of fully appreciate it. Is yeah. the fact they they had um some like actual um popular streamers involved. Um, mm. the only one that I really recognized was obviously Ninja because at one point he was like Ninja, the yeah. Don Donner of streaming. But I do mm. know like you know the 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 all the girls that were fangirling fanboying over Ryan Reynolds. Um, their popular streamers. Uh, one of the dudes, the English guy, he's a popular streamer. I don't know what he streams. Uh, I don't know what mm. his name, the, the name is, but I think he added a little bit of. Well, I like, yeah, obviously they want a little bit of reason, but the fact that like oh, re- relevancy, because yeah, yeah, rele- rele- yeah, relevancy is definitely one. But also the fact that like you know, if you work hard enough, like as a streamer, you know, you get these kind of opportunities. Like who, mm. like five, ten years ago, if someone says like they they stre- they you know their job is to stream, people would laugh them off. But now they make like a lot of money. They you know mm. their movies, their adverts, their their in TV shows like. They do a lot. Like you got Shane making music, boxing. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a different world. So I thought that it was kind of cool. It is because I think Ninja was someone is now. Um, um, I think it was signed up by Red Bull. So obviously Red Bulls get into gaming and things like that. Mm. Now um, it's not just you know an energy drinks company. It's a company that's put that's put its money into a lot of things already, like extreme yeah. sports. We look at skateboarding, mm. um, BMXing. Um, um, oh, I want to say off-roading, but I know there's a better term for it. Rallying, that's yeah. it. Race car, rally, rallying driver, mm-hmm. um, or race rallying car, whatever it is, whatever yeah. that sport is. Was it, um, is it Tom Tom McRae? Tom McRae race. Colin, um, I think it's um Colin McRae. Yeah. Colin McRae, okay. I remember. Yeah. I remember those games. Colin McRae, who who sadly passed away um quite a few years ago, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, being being a streamer does allow you um more access than you know back in the day for sure mm-hmm. you know you can now have some sort of influence in movies and in games or whatnot so i think it's pretty cool um so yeah if if, if anyone's listening to us as, as a gaming fan and like you know watching streams and stuff like that you'll be able to recognize all these people mm-hmm. um but yeah free guy free guy is a great it's a it's a good movie yeah. it's, it's definitely a good movie 
No, 100%, man. 100%. And yeah, like, with that, you know, that comes to another fun episode. Uh, oh, do you know what? I missed this out last week, yeah. I I'm, I'm, I'm mm. nearly missed out again today, yeah. So, quick gaming news. Uh, we got tease for, from Sonic 2. Uh, it just Elba posted a picture uh, of Knuckles. So, uh, mm. it just Elba's going to be um, voice acting Knuckles. I think that's pretty cool. And a bit of a sad news here, actually. Overwatch and Halo voice actor Christina Louise has been murdered. Um, the suspect has been arrested. Uh, she's a Brazilian voice actor who has been in like countless roles and she had been voice mm. acting since um, 1994. It's a shame because she was only 49. But, you know, it shows that there's some messed up people oh. in this world. Wow, way to end this on a bombshell now. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> I know, I know. That's terrible, but I just didn't want to forget because I, I yeah. forget gaming using it like on a regular basis. Um, but yeah, man, I'm looking forward to episode three of What If. We I don't know if it's been teased which one what which one we're getting. I don't know if it's the zombies one. Um, it seems that there was an episode of Gomorrah as well because we haven't seen her yet. Um, yeah, I look forward to talking about that with you guys next week as well. Um, I don't know what movies are coming out this week. I haven't checked, uh, but I will let you guys know and uh, we'll be reviewing them. So without further ado, this is us heading out. So Stevie, say bye to the people. Bye, people. Martin, say bye to the people. Bye, everyone. Catch you next time. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Catch you guys next week. Bye-bye now.